What's up, friends? Welcome to the Plot Twins Podcast. I'm your host, Eva, pronounced like whatever. I'm your co-host, Miriam, and we're actual real-life twins who love to read books. And on this podcast, we discuss our current reads, our honest opinions, and everything bookish in between. Hi, New here. (laughs) (laughs) It's perfect. Hey, guys. Welcome back. I think this is, what, episode three, four... I don't know, we're pretty shit at Okay, to be fair, we said that this would be a hobby, and we weren't going to put any pressure on ourselves, and during the holiday season, which was when we posted our last episode, it just got really stressful for the both of us. So I think we just picked a bad time to podcast, considering the fact that it was the holiday season when we started, and then Mm -hmm. you got engaged. We've been busy gals, so we took a little break, but we're back in the new year, and we decided that today we're going to have some fun. We're going to do a 2021 wrap-up episode, even though today is technically January 2nd. We did want to record this on New Year's Day, but what did we end up doing? I had, well, it was yesterday. I ended up putting all the Christmas decorations away with Joey's family. I cleaned out my goat pen, and then the Harry Potter reunion came on. Oh my gosh, yeah. No, that came, yeah, that was yesterday, New Year's Day. Yeah, New Year's Day. Oh my gosh, that was amazing. Anybody else shed a few tears? (laughs) The... Emma Watson and Tom Felton scene when they were just talking about how much they were obsessed with each other. Yeah. Oh, but Emma Watson. Oh my gosh. What a lady. She's just so beautiful. She's so graceful. I just like admire her so much. I know. I love them all. And Rupert, still the same. Love him. I know. I had a dream about him, but we're not going to get into that. I don't know if this is an unpopular opinion, but like Daniel Radcliffe, like the glow up. (laughs) I know. I'm curious how tall he is. Please tell me I'm not the only one who thinks this. Did you not think he had a glow up? No, I think he's handsome. I was like, yeah, oh, damn, okay, Harry. And okay, Matthew Mr. Lewis. Potter. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you do for New Year's Day? So I pretty much just, like, cleaned my whole house, just got everything organized for the new year. Um, and then before I watched the Harry Party re- reunion, I was like, I need to get nice and cozy for this. I had a pizza, a glass of wine, Josh Rosé, and then I also had dessert on hand, which was a chocolate chip cookie with peanut butter ice cream on top. I felt... Like, an absolute trash bag after that. And I I think that, like, since I was watching the reunion as I was eating, I didn't realize how much I was eating because I was so distracted and, like, so in the moment watching the reunion that I didn't realize I was totally overstuffing myself because by the time I finished eating, I was like, holy crap, I'm really full. Like, painfully full. (laughs) (laughs) I, um, I was watching the Harry Potter reunion and halfway, Joe's like, he called me and said, hey, babe, the food's here. And it was pizza. And I was like, okay, so I go downstairs, I grab a slice of pizza and Joe's like, oh, I'm just going to eat down here. I was like, you can eat with me if you want. He's like, oh, yeah, I'll watch that reunion with you. I said, okay, we're going upstairs, right? And I turned around and I was like, oh, no talking, we get in the room. Like, nothing. Yeah. Don't even ask me any questions, nothing. Yeah, it's funny <laughs> you say that because okay. Zach decided to start watching it with me, too. Like, he watched it from the beginning with me. And, like, halfway he started playing on his phone on TikTok. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I, like, paused the, the reunion. And I'm like, can, yeah. you, can you not? Yeah. Are you in here? <laughs> can you not i'm like uh-uh you're not doing that i feel really sad for you that you can't experience the joy that i'm feeling right now yeah right yeah <laughs> okay let's go over what we got for christmas you want to start me yes so i got whatever well, gifted me king of battle and blood by scarlet st Clair, mm-hmm. which i'm not entirely sure if it's new adult or ya but i know it's vampire but i thought it was vampire smut but i did see it in the ya section of my barns but Credence was also there, so I don't know if somebody's just, like, cataloging these books wrong. Yeah. Um, what's the author's name? A Scarlet St. Clair. She's also the author of A Touch of Darkness, right? Or A Touch of Ruin or yes, something like I that. Yes, I think. 
Yeah, we haven't read that. The only reason why yeah. I won't read that, by the way, because I was so tempted to pick that up in 2021, is because I believe it takes place in Vegas, Las Vegas. And I don't know, there's just something about, I've been there before to Las Vegas, wasn't my vibe, like really did not enjoy it. Um, so anything that takes place in Vegas, I'm like, nah, not for me. And then you also gifted me my Outlander, first, the first book of Outlander, but with the movie adaptation cover. And then you got me my Outlander mug, which is beautiful. I one didn't want to give you that. I really wanted to keep it for myself. It was so beautiful. Yeah, one day I want to post a picture of it with like my Outlander cover. We'll yes. post it on maybe the gram. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. And then Zach gifted me my Outlander special edition magazine. Mm-hmm. Um, he bought me Tessa Bailey's window shopping, which I don't think I'm going to read until next Christmas now. Mm-hmm. And then you also, Eva, you got me the wooden page holder. Yeah, I also got that for myself. That's that, like, um, you guys can get it on Amazon. It's really cool. It's just, like, a piece of wood with, like, a little circle, a little hole in the middle that you can stick your thumb in, and then it, like, separates the page for you. So. Wait, Eva, have you used it or no? I have used it. I'm still trying to get the hang of it. Me too. I'm yeah. not going to lie. I stuffed that shit in my drawer. I couldn't, I couldn't get it to work. I was like, this is not working. I tried okay. to flip You want to talk about bad Christmas gifts? Okay. So <laughs> okay. What did I get? I got a Six of Crows book sleeve by Miriam. Gifted by Miriam. That thing took forever to come in. Yeah. I love it so much, though, especially because right now I'm really enjoying Crooked Kingdom. Like, Six of Crows was five stars. I already know Crooked Kingdom is going to be five stars. This probably might be my favorite duology of all time, which is kind of crazy to say, but it's so good. So I got the Six of Crows book sleeve. She gave me the Lord of the Rings. It was uh, this edition that I was missing for my collection. I now officially own three sets, uh, three full collections of the Lord of the Rings, which is really cool. Um, and then my fiance gifted me a whole bunch of books that I already own. So now I just have Barnes and Noble credit, which is cool too. I also got Clanlands Almanac, which is awesome because you know our love for Sam Hugh. And then I also got, oh wait, that's it. <laughs> I'm like looking at my list, I'm like, wait a minute, that's it, that's all I got. <laughs> no, it's cool. I feel like I got more books last year for Christmas, but it's cool. I got what I wanted at least. Yeah. You know what it is though? I, there weren't any books that I like really needed, but yeah, I, we don't have shelf space anyways. Yeah, I'm running out of space anyways, but yeah. Awesome Christmas. Let us know what you guys got for Christmas. Okay, so we're going to get started with today's episode. We're doing a 2021 wrap-up episode. Let's start off with a little Goodreads breakdown. How many books did you read this year and what was your goal? 2021, I read 46 books, but my goal was 32. What about you? Nice. I read 48 books and my goal was 40, which is awesome because last year my goal I think was 20 and I read 22. So I pretty much doubled it this year, which is awesome. Yeah, and you and I, we don't read many audible books Mm -hmm. and if I do read audible books like I will listen to the chapters like one through five in the book but then I will go home and then I will again read yeah chapters one through five in physical form yep we're mostly physical readers I just feel like I can retain information better yeah same here awesome okay let's go over all of our five star reads you want to start Mir? you can start okay so for me oh I did write it down I have quite a few I may have been generous this year. With your five stars? (laughs) Yeah. But to be fair, I do think they were five stars. So my first one was Sea of Ruin by Pam Godwin. That is the story that involves a female pirate. And I want to say it's a throuple. Are we doing that, Eva? Are we going to like talk about each book? No, but I just really want people to read Sea of Ruin. Okay, so Sea of Ruin. We had Six of Crows by Lee Bardugo. The Turn of the Key by Ruth Ware, which I feel like based off the Goodreads reviews is kind of controversial because people either loved it or hated it. Hated it. I loved it. 
I thought the ending was like, whoa, wasn't expecting that. Um, Verity by Colleen Hoover, The Italian by T.L. Swan, A Court of Silver Flames, A Court of Wings and Ruin, A Court of Mist and Fury by Sarah J. Moss, and How to Love a Duke in Ten Days by Kerrigan Burr. So that's it? Yep, those are my five-star cool. reads. Um, my, I have about 13 five-star reviews, mm-hmm. but my first one was Verity. Verity is a book that makes me question, like, any other book I've ever read. Mm-hmm. It is just phenomenal. Does it's not it make you question though. your rating system? Yes. I heard someone say that yesterday, I was like, that's exactly how I feel. Yeah, Verity makes me question my rating system. However, it's not a book that I can recommend for everyone, mm-hmm. um, but if you have read it, like, tell us your thoughts. Like, what did you think? Did you think it was... You know, five stars, three stars. I like, think I most just, people, majority of people, love that book. Phenomenal book. Anyways, mm-hmm. um, Verity, Empire of the Vampire, A Curse So Dark and Lonely, the trilogy. Like, mm-hmm. I love all three books. Mm-hmm. Um, Colty, The Italian, Sea of Ruin, Me Before You. I love that book so much. I even watched the movie on Valentine's Day with Joe. Because I read the book and I was like, this is so beautiful. I want to watch this on Valentine's Day. And I was like eating spaghetti in my PJs, crying. And so you good. gifted it this Christmas to someone else. And I gifted else. it. Yeah, yeah, I did. Um, when a Scott ties the knot. I said my note says a stop. When a Scott ties the knot by Tessa Dare. The Mafia and his angel. It's not for everyone. Um, <laughs> Brutal Prince. The Lost Apothecary. In Bed with the Highlander. And I just finished reading Always in December. And loved it. Loved that book. Nice. So this next question, it's a tough one. You have to pick your number one rated book. Verity. I feel like a lot of people will agree with you on that one. I know just for the fact that I remember getting out of work and like I was like driving and I was like, oh my gosh, like I need to know what's happening after this sentence because I had my Kindle at work so I was like reading some of it at work and then I got out of work and I had to drive home and I was like, I can't, like, read my Kindle while I'm driving, so yeah. it's like, I need the Audible right now, and I'm very picky with using my Audible credits, so I was like, fuck it, <laughs> I bought it. Mm-hmm. I want to say, yeah, too. the day that you finished it was the day that I started it, because you were so, like, you loved it so much, you were like, you need to read this, and I was like, picking it up right now. Um, yeah, that was a really, really good book, I gave that one five stars too. And I'm going to cheat here and say two books, because we make the rules. Okay, first book, I'm going to say A Court of Silver Flames by Sarah J. Moss. It was just so, so good. I don't want to give away any spoilers, but, like, it's pretty well known that Nessa is not a well-loved character. She's probably everyone's least favorite character. But Court of Silver Flames is her story, and it really breaks down, like, why she is the way she is and how misunderstood she is, and I thought Sarah J. Moss did a really good job. Um, so A Court of Silver Flames and also Six of Crows by Lee Bardugo. Uh, because like I said in our past episode, I don't know if I ever said this actually, but I attempted to read Six of Crows like three times in the past and didn't enjoy it, but that's also because I hadn't read the Shadow and Bone trilogy, so I was just confused. But I did read the Shadow and Bone trilogy this year. I really enjoyed it, maybe four stars for the whole trilogy, um, and then I started Six of Crows and it was just so good. I've never read a fantasy heist story before. So that was my first fantasy high story, and it did not disappoint. It was so good. Someone I know read Six of Crows, and they were like, eh, it was okay, I'm not going to read the rest. But I'm like, oh, you got to read the Shadow and Bone Trilogy first. Now that I know that since you read it, Mm -hmm. you said you you highly suggest that we read the Shadow and Bone Trilogy prior to reading Six of Crows. I think you'll enjoy the Six of Crows duology 
a lot more for sure so next question is your most disappointing reads of 2021 yeah so i don't want to get into this too much because i don't like to bash authors yeah no negativity um, over here yes yeah. so i wasn't a fan of again but better i think by christine riccio something like that mm-hmm. um i didn't it, it just wasn't my vibe 12 dates of christmas which i read in december i also did not like at all um just wasn't a good time it was very predictable and then unfortunately the bridge kingdom which is shocking to me. So, I love The Bridge Kingdom. Again, it's not a bad book. It was just one of my most disappointing books just because I had higher expectations considering all the hype around it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. See, I disagree. I feel like it absolutely lived up to the hype. So much so that I immediately picked up the second book, which is The Traitor Queen. Finished that not too long ago. And it was so good, if not better than The Bridge Kingdom. So I say you just give it a chance, continue on, because it gets crazy in book two. I do have book two, so I might give it a shot. I think if The Bridge Kingdom was a little bit bigger, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just missing a few things for me. To just like Well, that's love the thing. It, but... Book one ends on a cliffhanger. I don't know if that's a spoiler, but it does end on a cliffhanger. And I feel like um, there's definitely some questions that are answered in book two. Mm-hmm. And it gets really, really good. I loved it. Um, See? It's what definitely one your... of my favorite reads of 2021. What are uh, your disappointing reads? So for me, I'm a little scared to say this. Because this is a lot of people's favorite book of all time. So don't come for me. And that is The Invisible Life of Addie the Ruth. I'm going home. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just... I, I don't, I'm not saying it's a bad book. I'm not saying it's a bad book. I just think, in my opinion, it did not have to be as long as it was. Because I think I was committed to the story in the beginning, and then I just kind of dragged. And I was like, all right, can we just get this show over with? Like, what happens? So, yeah, I wasn't a big fan of that. And um, my second one, we have Deal with the Elf King. Um, Again, not a bad book, but I did pick that one up immediately after reading A Court of Silver Flames. And I was on such a high after reading A Court of Silver Flames. So that could be why I was a little, like, mm, meh about A Deal with the Elf King. But I did read it. I gave it three and a half stars. And I did pick up Dance with Fae Prince, also by Elise Kobo. Um, and I am excited to read that in January. The cover is so. so freaking pretty. Oh my gosh, yeah. She knows how to make a beautiful cover. All her covers for all her books are stunning. Let's go over our book goal for next year. My reading goal is for 2022. So, like I said, I hit 48 this year. So, I'm going to say 45, which, you know, it's less than what I read this year. But I'm only using that number or putting that number because I don't want to put a lot of pressure on myself because I have a lot going on this year. I have, I'm getting married in May and I have a wedding to plan. And then our aunt, who's also our best friend, Natalie, she's getting married in August. So we just have like, you know, a lot of events this year and I just don't want to put like too much pressure on myself. I, even though I'm pretty confident I'm going to beat that 45 goal number. But I you? put 40 because I put, I put 32 last year. Of course I hit it, but I put 40 this year because there's a lot of big books that I want to read mm-hmm, this, that too. this mm-hmm. coming year. So. Um, okay, speaking of big books you want to read, what are your most anticipated reads for 2022? I'm going to read the whole Akatar series. I'm currently reading A Court of Throne of Roses right now. Finally! Wait. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 100 pages in. So, so far, so good. Right now, it's not a five star, but we'll mm-hmm. see because I know it's everyone's like favorite series of all time. I just feel like it gets better and better with each book. Yeah, so I'm going to read the Akatar series. I want to read the Greenbone Saga, 
Mm-hmm. So, so freaking excited to start that. So excited for that. I'm going to be continuing with Outlander, of course. Yes. And those books are pretty big. Um, and then I want to star Assassin's Apprentice, which I'm not sure what that... Uh, I think it's a trilogy. I'm not sure what the trilogy is called, but the first book's called Assassin's Apprentice by Robin It's Hunt. the Farseer trilogy, because it's on my list, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just saw that. No, you're good. What are your anticipated reads? So, same oh, thing. Oh, wait. Sorry. Oh, you're good. One more. Go ahead. Realmbreaker, because the second yep. book's coming out in June, mm-hmm. and it's just beautiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you guys hear that noise in the background, I apologize. That's my dog, Finn. What are your anticipated reads for 2022? So I also have Robin Hobbs, the Farseer Trilogy. I have the... Are these special editions? Yeah, they are. I think it's a certain, um, like, anniversary edition. Yeah, yeah, it's the anniversary edition. Yeah. yeah. I actually got it on Target when they had the whole buy two, get one free. So I got it. I do. All I know, these I, beautiful books. I tried to get it, too. And Target only has book one and two now. Yep. I told you to get it when the sale was happening. Big regrets. Yep. So excited for that. So the Farseer Trilogy... Manicold by, uh, I'm not sure how to pronounce her last name and I don't want to butcher it, so Manicold, especially after finishing that Harry Potter reunion and seeing how Emma Watson and Tom Felton were, I mean, when they were like, you know, we love each other, there's always love for each other, I was like, oh, okay, need to read some fanfic now. Um, the Throne of Glass series by Sarah J. Moss and The Remnant Chronicles by, let me look at the author here. By Mary E. Pearson, which I've had this sitting on my shelf now for a whole last year. I gave that to you for Christmas last you year. Did. I want to and read that And it's beautiful, too. and I've heard wonderful things about it, and I'm ready to dive in. What about that series, Eva? The Iron King and all that? Oh, I just, I have so many. I didn't want to, this episode would have been forever if I kept naming all the books I want to read. But if you want me to. No, no. Um, I also want I to read curious. the, what is this, what is this called? The One Dark Throne series? It, um... Yeah, I think so. I forget the name, but it's really good. Yeah, there's that one. Four, I think there's four books. The Lost Queen, The Forgotten Kingdom. All right, we're not getting into that, Eva. Okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of books I want to read. Um, but those, the ones I listed before, were like my most anticipated reads for 2022. Okay, next question. What are your most anticipated releases for 2022? That are getting released 2022? Mm-hmm. Um, Forging Silver into Stars, which is by Bridget Kramer. So Ooh. that book is set within the same world as the Curse Breaker series. The Curse of Dark and Lily? Yeah. yeah. So oh, that's another one I want to get to. That trilogy? Oh, mm-hmm. it's so good. I love it so much. I'm definitely, definitely going to get to that. Yes. but So Forging Silver into Stars, I mm-hmm. think it comes out in the summertime. Mm-hmm. And then I was on Goodreads app and I saw One Italian Summer. That looks really good. I think it might be Suspense. Mm-hmm. Like Do you know the author of that one? No, I that's didn't okay. write it I'll, down. I'll... I'll, I'll look it up. Go ahead. It's, it's all over Goodreads, but mm-hmm. it's about a mom uh, or daughter and a mom who had this trip planned out to Positano, Italy. I think I'm saying that right. Positano? How do mm-hmm. you say that about? I don't know. It took place there. Yeah, it does. And it's by know, Rebecca Searle. Yeah, I want to go there so bad. Like, it's, it's like one of my dream destinations. Mm-hmm. And to if go this to is what the day. cover is supposed to look like, wow. Yeah, so but cute. it comes out in, I think, March, but I'm not going to read it until summertime. Yeah, it comes out March 1st. Yep. What about you? I have quite a few. I have The Paris Apartment by Lucy Foley, which comes out in February, so not too far away. We have, well, I have Gallant by V.E. Schwab. I'm not sure when that one comes out. Uh, Ferrera by T.L. Swan. Does that one have a release date? Sometime in the summertime. She hasn't put a date just yet, but she says she's pushing for the summertime. Okay, and that's the book that follows the Italian, which I want to say is a story of Francesca, right? His little sister. No, Ferrera is 
his, his either his little brother, I or believe maybe it is. it's his little brother. Yeah, I think it's his little brother. That he, that he didn't know it was his little brother. Oh, it's his little brother. Oh, wait, no, no, wait. wait, wait I, I don't want any spoilers, so never mind. I'm not going to say anything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think, it, but we didn't give any spoilers. I believe it's just his little brother. Moving on. <laughs> and, um, wait, one more is Only Monsters by Vanessa Len, which also comes out in February. Which is also, that a horror? Is it a horror? Uh, no, I believe it's, I think it might even be a debut YA fantasy. Let me just look it up. It's called Only Monsters? Uh, Only a Monster. Do you want me to read the synopsis really quick? It's just a quick one. Yeah, I'm curious. Okay, this is by uh, Vanessa Len that comes out February 22nd. Um, With the sweeping romance of Passenger and the dark fantasy edge of this savage song, this standout YA contemporary fantasy debut from Vanessa Len is the first in the planned trilogy. It should have been the perfect summer. Sent to stay with her late mother's eccentric family in London, 16-year-old Joan is determined to enjoy herself. She loves her nerdy job at the historic Holland House, and when her super cute co-worker Nick asks her on a date, it feels like everything is falling into place. But she soon learns the truth. Her family aren't just eccentric, they're monsters with terrifying hidden powers. And Nick isn't just a cute boy, he's a legendary monster slayer who will do anything to bring them down. As she battles Nick, Joan is forced to work with the beautiful and ruthless Aaron Oliver, heir to a monster family that hates her own. She'll have to embrace her own monstrousness if she is to save herself and her family, because in this story, dot dot dot, she is not the hero. Okay, what's that book called? That's one. This one is called Only a Monster. <laughs> Adding it to my good reads right now. And that one comes out in February. So pretty soon. Okay, so that was the last question. Do you want to add anything? Yeah, let's talk about real fast our January TBR. Okay. Yep. What what we're setting the year with? Ooh, what we're starting the year with? Yeah. Okay, let's go. You want to go first, or you you want me to sure. go first? I got Jade City. <laughs> so, oh, because well, you knew I was gonna say yeah. that, so you wanted to say it first. Yeah, Jade City. <laughs> Um, A Court of Throne and Roses, I'm currently reading right now, I'm 100 mm-hmm. pages in, so far so good, and Swords of Destiny mm-hmm. by Andrew S., I can't say his last name, but that is, so I read the first book in the Witcher series, mm-hmm. but it's not really a first book, it's the first novella. Mm-hmm. There's two novellas before you start the actual first So they're book. like prequel novellas, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I read The Last Wish, and then Sword of Destiny is the second novella, mm-hmm. and then, what's the third book? Blood of Blood Elves. Blood of Elves, yeah. yeah. That's the first book. In the series, I believe. Yeah. It confuses me too, but I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So, for me, it's also Jade City. Cover go. Uh, the Girl, The Seed Gave Back by Adrian Young. Because I read Sky in the Deep, I want to say in 2020, and I don't know why in the heck of Bob, I did not read The Girl, The Seed Gave Back in 2021. But I have all her books on my shelves and so do you. Yeah. And I love Adrian Young. Me too. Uh, have I read any other books yet? I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I know. but I know I'm going to love them because I love Sky in the Deep. Sky in the Deep yeah. is one of my favorite books of all time. Uh, so, yes, so The Girl of the Sea Gave Back, Dance with Faye Prince by Elise Kova, we have Much Ado About You by Samantha Young, and then I'm also finishing Crooked Kingdom by Lee Bardugo. Honestly, did not realize Jade City was so thick. Um, she's thick. Yeah, she's thick. So, this is a pretty ambitious I thought TBR it was be when I saw it. And I'm pretty dang busy this month, so we're going to try our best, but that's, that's what's on the agenda. <laughs> So that's a wrap on our 2021 recap. Mm-hmm. We'll catch you guys next time for a discussion on the Bridge Kingdom. Yes, because last time we left you guys in our latest episode, we said we, the next episode would be us covering the Bridge Kingdom. Mm-hmm. But like we said earlier in the episode, it's been a busy time, but we did not forget about that. Um, so we are going to cover that in our next episode. So stay tuned for that. We will announce it on our 
Instagram, which if you don't follow is Plot Twins Podcast. So that's at Plot Twins Podcast. And don't be shy. Reach out to us in DMs or in our comment section and let us know what you got for Christmas. Answer any of the questions that we answered. We'd love to hear from you guys. And what's your favorite book of 2021? Yes. And if anything shocked you in this episode, like what are your thoughts on Addie LaRue, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and we hope you have a wonderful new year. We hope you read all the books on your TBR, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye, friends. Bye, friends.